Konnichiwa. And howdy y'all. I'm Leslie. And I am Laurie. And welcome to Sumo Kaboom. Sumo Kaboom, where we talk about all things sumo. Yeah, we're getting into the Akibasho. We're going days one through right. three, I believe. Yes, the Akibasho days one through three. Exciting start. I'm excited to get into the sumo, but I figured before that, I'm not sure how many bingo cards we have left. I heard the other day there was like 90. I'm hoping they're all gone. But if you haven't gotten a bingo card, get your bingo card. You can still play because if we, we won't be bingoing probably till next week. So yeah, you got time. Get your card. Exactly. But is anybody up for a news flash? Yes, please. I don't know if you knew this. All 15 days of the tournament are completely sold out. Now, I don't know if that has been a pattern that's been happening for a while, but I think that's great news for the sport. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, The popularity of the sport has been growing. I saw some other article like from China that was mentioning the sport and its popularity has been continuing to grow worldwide. So I'd like to thank you and me for doing this podcast. (laughs) Oh, you (laughs) mean it's all the people of the world. It's due to us. No, it's very little (laughs) due to us, but there's a small (laughs) segment of people who like a dose of comedy with their sumo and we're responsible for some of those people. The funniest people maybe. in the entire arena. That's who we're responsible for. I like <laughs> maybe. it. Maybe. Yeah. But that's good news for the sport. Also, on the news front, Wakataka Kage. Have you said his name in a while? No, unfortunately. And I would love to say it again. So what about Wakataka Kage? Wakataka Kage, it has been rumored, and actually it was not rumored, it was said by his Oyakata, Arashio Oyakata. He said that he will most likely return next Basho. Wow. So get your mouth around all of those consonants. Wakataka Kage will hopefully be back in the next tournament. He's been out four tournaments, but his coach has been quoted as saying, he can't say for sure, but I'm thinking in that direction. He had right knee surgery in April when he was a Sekiwake. He resumed sumo training in eight, uh, no, in August. There is no doubt that his recovery is faster than expected. Wow, so yeah. They will take another look a little bit closer to tournament date but it's looking good and of course they're all miraculously better earlier than than expected yeah. to be <laughs> yeah and for anybody you know that's not familiar with him he's the brother of Wakamotoharu and he used to be sitting in the exact same spot that Wakamotoharu is in right now when he was injured and that's why he's fallen down and everybody just can't wait to see him back and that's right myself included and yeah. so that we could all start to Get our mouth saying wakataka kage, wakataka kage, wakataka kage. I did that three times perfectly, by the way. Yeah, you did. Pat myself on the back. Thank you. (laughs) So there's that to look forward to. Another thing, this is the last thing, and this is not really to look forward to, but I guess to look forward to. I will say it because he's not Makuchi anymore, but one of our favorite wrestlers, Tokushoryu, at age 37, I didn't realize he was 37. He's 37. He retired after day two, but he will become an Oyakata. His Oyakata name will be Sindagawa Oyakata. Well, that's a great name. And I think, yeah, right? That's a great name. It's a good name. And uh, he was down in Makushita. But I just wanted to remind you that he has won 
a division championship in nearly every division, or not everyone, but Jurio, Sandame, Jonokuchi, and we all remember that when the tears flowed, what was that, four, three or four years ago? Uh, he won Makauchi from Maegashira's 17 yeah, position. from last place. It was a thing of beauty. I'm going to miss that yes. man. I am too. He's, he had a really great career. I mean, 37, that's amazing. Yeah. 20 years. Some of the other wrestlers were quoted as saying like all kinds of sweet things about him. Because mm -hmm. I think amongst the wrestlers, he seems kind of like a big brother to many of them. Mm. And some of these guys like Miyoguru uh, expressed his gratitude saying we've both are from the Kansai region, and I've known him since middle school, and I want to say thank you for your hard work. Like, I know a lot of wrestlers, you know, they kind of bloom and blossom around 23 and 25. So to win a championship at 33, unless you're Yokozuna, that it's just harder, you know? And so Asanayama basically was saying that's something that really inspired him and gave him encouragement, especially on his way back up. So um, it's just remembering that at 33, you can win a championship from Maegashira 17 position. He says he's going to be leaving the ring with great sadness, and um, he is well-loved by many, many of the fellow wrestlers he's wrestled with. So we will hopefully see him with a very short haircut before you know it and in a suit, <laughs> which is my favorite thing about their retirements is yeah. what, were, what will their awkwardly fitting stripe suit look like yeah i always wondered how the other wrestlers viewed his win and it's i'm happy to hear that maybe they were as thrilled by it as we were because of course that basha was open to anybody anybody in the ranking system and right. that's really great to hear some other wrestlers say that that it inspired them too right and it happened right after his coach died yeah. or something like that or retired so it was a very meaningful moment in his career and using all of that internal struggle and putting it for in there for good and turning that around is really what the nugget of the the story was to me is like you can do really hard things when you really do put your full heart into it and he just was great to like watch wrestle he had a great build it was all yeah. belly um you could not just count him because of that big belly he was fierce yeah um, but he always just looked so jolly and so yeah. i love tokoshoryu or sindagawa oyakata from now on out but that is all the news i've got well fabulous shall we jump into our days of sumo let's All right, day one. I guess everyone is like, I guess on day one, we're all so different from day 15. Day 15, there's storylines. Day one, you're just like, who's showing up? How injured do they look? <laughs> yeah. I mean, whenever you see somebody like taped up like a mummy, you're like, oh, this does not look good. Yeah. But like a Tommy. I don't know. On day one. <laughs> like, oh, yes. no. He looks like he's been taped back together, but uh, he's been wrestling good, but I wanted to break down some of my favorite fights from day one. The first match of day one that was exciting to me, um, I mean, the the bottom guys, meaning the guys at the bottom of <laughs> Makauchi, I'm just going to say, you know, it's your typical Chiyoshomas, but we do have a Tommy Fuji who got his day one win being back in Makauchi, so that's good. Um, but Aoyama, I think I'm just going to say on day one, let's just all watch Aoyama because I think... He's slowly falling apart. 
And I think it's all because <laughs> on day of one. Tochi Doshi. On day yes. one? Just, You're going to say that on, on day, day one? <laughs> yes. I'm just saying, let's all take notice. I think he's falling apart. And I know why. His best friend, Tochi Notion, is no longer around. He doesn't have anybody to go to the commissary with. He doesn't have anybody to shoot the shit with backstage. It's just him and his brand. And he's missing his best buddy. And he looks to me like he's lost a little weight. Like he's just been depressed. But I like I might how you created all this whole story around Aoyama. Think of Aoyama's very tiny... Depression. I know we'll think of tiny violins just okay. all the time when he mounts the doyo from okay. here on out. Day one, he lost. Just watch his demeanor. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. One fight that was exciting, though, was the Kotoeko versus Hirada Umi. Now, mm. I love Hirada Umi because he is just like a firecracker. He's a little understated. No one ever kind of mentions him, but he fights like a mad dog sometimes. Mm-hmm. But he lost out this day because <laughs> we had... This crazy force of a throw. Also, Hirada Umi attempting a throw at the same time. This was with Kotoeko. But what happened was like Kotoeko managed to kind of get in this beltless arm throw position on Hirada Umi. And he did actually throw him out, but it was sort of a backwards throw because Hirada Umi fought like hell to not be thrown. And so him at the same time, you know, when they go over the edge and they both had their legs up in the air, like they're ice skating, like an ice skating pair. Yeah, like know? a kakanage. Yeah. Yeah. But they're both their feet are extended in an arabesque. Mm-hmm. That's a dance term. So they kind of look like that. But Hirada Umi tried to defy gravity. He didn't though. But it proved to me just how massive of a force Kotoeko is in such a small package. And also it was not easy to do. So how much force Hirada Umi put into it to not be thrown. He did get thrown, but by God, he was, he fought like hell. He, it's like he turned around in the position to avoid being thrown. And I was like, all right, somebody had to win this. Somebody had to lose, but that was pretty exciting throw at the edge. It was like a reversal of a throw. It was fascinating. So it's as if, okay, let's go with the ice skating. It's as if Tara yeah. Lipinski and who's another yes. ice skater? Brian Botano. Brian Botano, Brian Botano were like chest to chest. And Paris. In, in Paris. Paris. They yeah. were chest to chest and they were skating along. They're holding and they, hands. Yep, holding hands. And one, each of them has they're, one foot up high towards the sky. It's their inner, their inner leg. Yeah. They're, their inner it, legs. They're facing each other, skating, facing each other touching chess with that back leg yes. up in the air and like Tara Lipinski is like I'm gonna win this match and she pushes so hard with her chest that the dude what was his name again Brian Boitano Brian yeah Brian Boitano um, a flips, skater I am dating flips, myself flips he was over like a skater backwards. like 30 years ago <laughs> I think Tara Lipinski's an old one too so then Brian Boitano flips over backwards and lands on the ice on his butt right yes uh, yeah okay. yeah which yeah. would get zeros from all of the judges yeah so just imagine but that i happened. would have to say though <laughs> that if hiradoubi and kotoeko were ice skating pairs they might be pretty good actually yep um they're similarly built but anyway that's just that was my take on that match okay we all love the newbies well they're not newbies this is the second time around gonoyama versus shona naomi okay so gonoyama managed to get overwhelmed as Shona Naomi had the better Tachi eye and got in immediately close and rushed him back to the edge. But all of that tire flipping from Goedo, who is Gonoyama's coach, and strength building and mentoring has had Gonoyama 
like had Gonoyama turn the tables and beautifully move laterally and around to the center and rush back on Shonanaumi. He rushed him back and out with incredible force. And it just looked like really good sumo from Gonoyama. It was like kind of a reversal of fortunes because at the top, it looked like Shonanaumi just overwhelmed him. But Gonoyama was like, no, I have been flipping tires. <laughs> I can move you. And he did. It was beautiful. Mm. It was an Oshidashi win. Nishikigi versus Tamawashi. I think we're all watching Nishikigi because this is his debut as a Komusubi. And guess what? He gets a win from his very first day, which is good luck. So it was an even tachiai between both him and Tamawashi. Um, but Nishikigi had the stronger and better second advance and easily worked Tamawashi back onto his heels and out. It was a really nice showing with a win on opening day for Sanyaku Nishikigi. Yay. And uh, he basically outshoved the shove master on day one, which <laughs> is pretty good with an Oshidashi win. The... The match, well, there's a couple, there's a number of matches on day one. I think day one was pretty exciting yeah. overall. Asanoyama versus Wakamotoharu. We had a huge tachiai from Wakamotoharu, but Asanoyama easily absorbed it. I think that's kind of one of his secret weapons. The tachiai for Asanoyama just, I don't know. It's got to take a really big guy to bowl him over. He just absorbs it every single time. It could also be... Call me crazy, his elbow brace slash padding slash suit of armor that gives him extra protection. But I don't know. Did you notice that? Asanoyama has like that massive um, elbow wrapped up. Yeah, but are you saying he's got a crowbar in there or something? He might. He just <laughs> might. There's a lot of things we don't know. Asanoyama gets a deep mawashi grip on Wakamotoharu and Wakamotoharu can't get out. And he's just left jumping up and backwards. And Asanoyama just kind of won't let go. He won't budge. He's holding on for dear life. That grip is held so tight. He also might just have superpower in his fingers. I don't know, but he's gripping on and Wakamotoharu really can't do anything. He tries a makikai or at least uh, Wakamotoharu does, but... He knew he was kind of toast because Asanoyama right then slipped him, like slipped under his arm inside. And now he has like this really great double inside grip under the pits of mm. Wakamotoharu and just rushes him back and denies Wakamotoharu any lateral movement. He just forced him straight back and out. I loved it. Asanoyama is looking very, very strong. And um, I forgot who what who it was, but I think it was Hakaho who said, basically, if you want to talk about who my, I picked my pony for this tournament, it's Asanoyama. <gasps> and uh, really? that's a like lot me. to say. Yay, yeah. me and Hakaho yeah. picked the same dude. I forgot who'd I pick. You picked uh, Kirishima. <laughs> Kirishima. I did. I did. Well, we'll see. Anyway, but Asanoyama day one looking strong. I always like a Daesho Mai. Uh, I almost said Daesho Maesho. <laughs> what is a Daesho Maesho? Daesho and Meisei. Oh. It's a lot of eyes. It's a lot of ease when you're looking at it on a page. <laughs> Meisei tried a hanka on Daesho and it worked. It was a day one Hanka award, bravely going to Meisei on an injured Daesho who hit the dirt immediately. But I was like, that's interesting. That's just interesting. Uh, last two matches of the day, Abi versus Hoshoryu. As expected, Abi is all neck thrusts on Hoshoryu, who withstands it pretty well with flexibility and 
ultimately takes enough of them that he is moved back to the ropes. But that's when Hoshoryu does his magic. He shifts away sideways at the edge while forcing Abi's arm away from his neck and down to the dirt just as he manages to duck to the side. It was a Totati armbar win for Hoshoryu against Abi and the Shin Ozeki gets a win on day one. Yeah, I so like good that on match. Hoshoryu. Yeah, that was a nice one. Now, if I was to say who the storyline would be on day one, though, besides Aoyama and his sad, sad pants, I would say it's Hokuto Fuji from day one. I'm just saying it's Same kind more. of like a new man. He's, I don't know. He's just, he's on it. So day one, he's up against Takakesho, somebody he's fought a number of times. Basically, there were two matches, and that's because, I'll give you a spoiler here, there was a Tori Naoshi, and we got a two-for-one. So that's great. But basically, the very first match was the fight that we like. It was two meatheads having massive thrusting collisions and someone gets bloody. It's usually Hokuto Fuji. Takakesho moves Hokuto Fuji back and out, but just as Hokuto Fuji grabs the back of Takakesho's neck and thrusts him down, attempting a Takikomi slapdown. But just as Hokuto Fuji steps out, Takakesho is kind of in that dead man's position that we did a whole episode on. So as the heel, I think, or the foot of Hokuto Fuji hit the ground, Takakesha was completely lateral and flying through the air. So they had a Manoi, and it's called Torineoshi, and we get the second match. What was interesting is it was the exact same pattern as the first. Both times, Hokuto Fuji had him with a Hitakikomi. It was the same sort of tachiai, like almost exactly the same. And then we had a one-two punch. Takakesho had moved Hokuto Fuji back into the edge. And again, Hokuto Fuji grabbed the back of Takakesho's neck and slapped him down just as he steps out and off to the side. But this time, Hokuto Fuji stayed on the inside of the ring and Takakesho hits the dirt in like a fabulous fashion, but like bouncing up and down, it was great. But basically that was on Takakesho because Hokuto Fuji... (laughs) Had the same game game plan and it worked both times through. Ataki Komi slapped down, and the second time he just got to perfect what he didn't get right the first time through. So mm. Hokuto Fuji beat Anozeki on day one, and he is sitting at that Maigashira one position, and he's looking pretty good. Pretty good. I think good. I read somewhere that Takakesho said after day one he felt very rusty, like he could tell he mm. hadn't been hadn't been practicing as much. He just said I felt very huh. rusty. Interesting. Yeah, yeah I thought well, so too. He kind of looked it. There was one more match of the day. I wasn't going to talk about it, but you know what? It was pretty exciting too. I mean, everything Karishima does. And Tobizaru does is always exciting. So Tobizaru avoids Kirishima and stays distant from him post-Tachia with a lot of like handsy distance keeping. He just wants to stay away from handsy Kirishima. distance keeping? What is handsy distance? Yeah, he's distance? like, he, he's got like his hands out, like slappy slappy. You know how Tobizaru is the only one who's like, don't hit me, don't hit me. He puts his hands up like that. Oh, don't okay. Hit me. That's what you mean. Okay. He's trying, he knows that Kirishima wants his belt. And once he gets his belt, he's toast. So this is what Tobizaru does. He, he, he plays keep away somehow. He yeah. does, and well, he stays or maybe, low. Maybe I should say it. Say he looks for his opportunity. He moves around right. until he sees his opportunity. Right, and it's always kind of like a half-assed Tachiai because he knows these guys post Tachiai are so good at getting the grip on the belt, and he's like, if I can just do my handsy business, I'll well, keep him away for a little longer, and I can yeah. kind of 
figure out what my next move is. Yeah, you know? and he's a speedy guy. Like that's one of yeah. his like best qualities is that he's fast. Right. And I mean, he is trying to get on the inside of Kirishima. So he does stay low and he does kind of inch in. But Kirishima does some epic shoulder blasts on him and he hops all around backwards and, and all over. Like Kirishima, at least in the last few Bashos, seems like he has upped his footwork game or his evasion techniques. I don't know what it is, but he is also avoiding Tobizaru, who's trying to go deeper and into a low inside position on him. And Tobizaru does a great job of just being hard to grab. But eventually, eventually, Kirishima gets inside on the right side under Toby's arm, and that spells the end for Tobizaru. He then gets the left inside grip on Tobizaru and starts to move that left hand down to Tobizaru's belt right as he's at the edge. He then lifts up and deposits Tobizaru out of the doyo, doyo with a one-handed lift up and out. It was really nice defense on Kirishima's part and complete manhandling of Tobizaru at the end with, I would say, the official definition of this kimarite would be it's a one-handed wedgie lift up and out, but it's called a tsuridashi, which is a kimarite in which the attacker grips his opponent's mawashi and heaves him into the air, lifting him over and out of the ring. But I prefer one-handed wedgie lift up and out. The one... Because you get exactly what that is. Yeah, one-handed. one-handed if someone came throw. around you from the back and grabbed your underwear and lifted up with one hand, I mean, that's how strong Kirishima is. Yeah, he grabbed your thong and threw you yeah. 10 feet a f- over. Yeah, like a 300-pound man. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. You have to have some very strong <laughs> thongs. Yeah. That is what I've got for day one. Okay. Day two. Mitakeumi did a huge tachai with Takara Fuji. And these are, you know, like two slower, big, strong guys that like to take their time. They sort of locked up in Takara Fuji. Like each one of them has this way of being like almost bullish in... I want the grip that I want and I'm going to stay in this position until I get it and I'm not going to move. Yeah. I'm just going to keep pushing. And that's what happened. They kind of locked up and Mitakiomi blocked Takara Fuji's arm so well. And they stayed there for a moment until Mitakiomi ran Takara Fuji around and off the doyo with an Oshidashi. The sumo wasn't even my favorite part of this match. My favorite part was the way Takara Fuji landed splat in the lap of a middle-aged lady on the front row who looked absolutely <laughs> delighted to have Takara Fuji in her lap. That was my favorite part. And that always wins. And that happened again much later in day two when Tamawashi flattened a gentleman in a blue blazer on the front row who also <laughs> just looked absolutely delighted that Toby Zaru had thrown him into his lap. Just completely loved it. Well, yeah. That match was this weird sort of bull and matador sort of thing. It was like Which a one, slight hit by Tobizaru. And then, yeah, and then Tamawashi just charged like a bull, but his momentum was just too much and he ran himself out of the doyo. Yeah. <laughs> that's why he hit That's why he hit that person <laughs> so <laughs> no. hard. Is that but, he was like a raging bull. <laughs> Remember, there was one Basho we watched where Ikioi was actually picking some poor person up off the ground in the first or second yes. row who had gotten hurt. Yes. And he just picked him, picked up this person like he weighed absolutely nothing. So people I do know. get hurt sometimes, but it's always delightful when they just cackle and laugh and think it's their luckiest day when they get just flattened by a wrestler. 
<laughs> and yeah, someone across the world is also watching and also delighted in it as well. Hi, yeah, yeah. Exactly. All right. I did, wasn't my favorite fight of the day, but I did really enjoy Endo getting crushed in a Kimidashi by Hokuseho. Mm, I don't think Endo expected that, but he got his arms just completely caught up and high in Hokuseho's arms. And they stayed there for at least 15 seconds. And I thought Endo is going to lose all circulation to his arms because Hokuseho Mm -hmm. was just squeezing so tightly for so long. It was a strong kimidashi. Yeah. And then finally Hokuseho ended up picking up Endo and taking him out like he weighed absolutely nothing. So I did enjoy that, but it wasn't one of my favorite fights of the day. Okay. My favorite sumo related fight. (laughs) I'm watching sumo. Yes. But enjoying all the things around sumo. One of my favorite fights was Takanosho had this beautiful Mm -hmm. tachi eye and got a much better sumo position or he seemed to get the better sumo position on Shonan no Umi. Takanosho was on his way to a surefire win when Shonan no Umi completed the amazing great escape with panache, with flair. I just absolutely loved his escape act. And well done, <laughs> Shona Naomi, for that because he earned one score for best sumo of the day. My other couple of favorite fights. One of them was Asanoyama versus Kotonowaka. I think this was my favorite yeah. of the entire day. Yeah, so me too. Me- I was like, this match was the best effort of the day so yeah, far. It was hands down best of day two. It really was. So let me see if I can break this down just to help you remember if you watched it. There was, of course, a big old Tachiai, as you would expect, because these are two larger fellas and they're built yeah. kind of similarly. They're just big, blocky dudes. And Kotonowaka, after that Tachiai, pulled really hard on Asanayama's arm to get Asanayama off balance. And it worked pretty well. And Kotonowaka just went, he just followed it up with a move to the throat of Asanayama. But Asanayama stepped to the side. Kotonowaka followed again and just, he just was like, okay, I can't get his throat. I'm just going to completely smother this guy with my chest, with his very sizable chest. And somehow Asanayama slipped away to the side, to his right, by just shuffling and moving his feet as Kotonowaka kept moving his chest forward. And then he just sort of, at some point, he was like, all right, I got I got a little bit of distance here. So Asanayama bent his knees really low, and he got Kotonowaka's belt with his favorite hand grip, the left outside grip. And that was everything. Everything changed at that moment. And mm-hmm. I think Kotonowaka mm-hmm. knew it. You could see him go, oh, shoot, that's the death grip. That's the death Uwatanage grip. So he started moving backwards, but he just couldn't get out of the way in time. And Asanoyama Uwatanage'd him to the ground completely flattened the guy. It was just awesome. It was, it was everything I want my fun. sumo to be and more. <laughs> Two big guys moving quickly, doing it all beautifully. And it was real easy for me to read. You know, like sometimes the matches happen so fast I can't read them. But this one I really, I could and I just enjoyed it. Did you like that one? It was my favorite match. Although coming up the Hokuto Fuji and Hoshoryu was also 
was also one of my faves. Okay. And yeah. Kirishima versus Meisei was also exciting, but the Hoke to Fuji and Hoshori was fun. Okay. And that one, the H and H fight, which that's H&H, funny. H yes. H and H, Hoke to Fuji Hoshori, which is funny because I said H and H and it reminded me of bagels. Do you remember H and H bagels in New York? I love H and H bagels. Oh yeah. my God. Me yeah. too. Yeah. Maybe I ate a lot of H and H bagels. Yeah, me too. Oh my gosh. Okay. Everything bagel with low fat veggie cream cheese. Everything oh, they had bagel great toasted. Great veggie cream cheese there. Oh, so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's good. Anyway, what was so fun about the Hokuto Fuji versus Hoshoryu match on day two was that it was a complete rematch of the playoff from last Basho. It was these two guys in the last Basho meeting for the win. And last time in the, you know, at the Basho, Hoshoryu won and walked away with the trophy and all of the prizes in Hokuto Fuji hardly got a thing. So here we were on day two, these guys were meeting again, and it was this whole Hey, oh, wondering, okay, is the same thing going to happen again? Well, this time, Hokuto Fuji got lower at the Tachi Eye. Hoshoryu tried for a belt grip, and Hokuto Fuji just simply slapped him right down. It was, it was a complete surprise to me, and I have to admit, I liked it. I really, really liked it. Yeah, yeah. Hook to Fuji was like, no way today. Yeah, not today, Mister. All not today. <laughs> all of the drama that these two guys bring. It was really, really fun to see Hoshoryu hit the dirt, like confused as hell at the end. He was like, wait, like, how did I end up here? Like, yes, I don't understand. Yeah, it was lovely. <laughs> that was. What I loved. <laughs> yeah. And I, I will also mention this fight because I did enjoy it. Nishkigi versus Takakesho was fun simply because the old Takakesho seemed to be back on day yeah. two. In day one, Takakesho just looked like he said he felt a little rusty. But on day two, the cannonball was back. And he thrust down Nishkigi so fast and so thoroughly that it really felt like the old guy was back in form. He had found whatever that fighting spirit is that he is able to generate when he is practically unbeatable that seemed to be back it was just so great to see because when he wins there is no question about it and when he uses his skills those thrust downs and those shoves man it's powerful and it's fun to watch yeah he is the cannonball that we love and yep. adore and yep. his little pouty face brings me more joy than you could ever know so we need to put that also on a t-shirt just his pouty face just a pouty face on a on a cannonball <laughs> somehow if we could somehow make a logo of a cannonball with his pouty face on it, it would be so great I love it. Also should be noted, Aoyama lost on day two. Okay, so ready for <laughs> so day still three? Sad. Still depressed. <laughs> still sad. So day three. Great. Let's start out with Aoyama. Aoyama loses again. Still depressed. Well, you still know, depressed. his buddy. Okay, He's let's run with your sad. story. His buddy was on social media today feeding a bear. So... He's yeah. like, oh man, I got to be at a sumo tournament. I got to be slapping these guys around. And my buddy is out in the woods feeding a bear for fun. I know. And if he's not feeding a bear, he's walking one of his beautiful dogs that gets manicured Poodles and groomed every and day. Wolves. And yeah, he's and he's losing weight. He's having yeah. fun. He's out about town. And Aoyama's like, I'm still stuck in this thing. He's just, <laughs> he's just having a real tough. I think he'll retire in the next couple of bashos. Okay, there we go. That's my. You heard it that's here first. My prediction. Okay, Mitakeyumi versus Hokuseiho. This was fun. Mitakeyumi had a game plan and it worked like a charm. He's like the only guy that like got his notebook out 
over the past tournaments and like studied Hokuseiho and said, this is what it takes to bring down this giant. And it was a slow tachi eye from both men. But I think that was intentional because I think that little bit of extra time gave Mitakeyumi the perfect placement he wanted to get on Hokuseiho, which was that under the armpits, like Hazuoshi kind of grab. And he got under his pits of Hokuseiho, lifted up and then just moved him back. I think we found Hokuseiho's kryptonite and Mitakuyumi dispensed it like nobody's business. He seemed mm. defenseless. So it was an Oshidashi win for Mitakuyumi, who's sitting at 3-0 and on day three. Nice. Ken Bozan versus Hiradaumi. He did a really quick kubanage throw on Hiradaumi that had him confused at how he hit the dirt so fast. But what it is, is a headlock throw, which always makes me so friggin nervous yeah but thankfully Hiradaumi has a nice strong neck nobody got hurt but he beat uh Kinbos and beat Hiradaumi definitively and very quickly he looked great Shonanaumi versus Ura Ura comes in as you'd expect low but like super low like he could have gone into a break dancing worm he was so <laughs> low to the ground <laughs> And he also does kind of like a half hanka. I don't know what Ura is doing, but he's doing some weird stuff lately. But that pretty much does him in because Shona Naumi just pushed him down from that position. Ura stumbles backwards. So he doesn't go forward. He kind of tries to back out of it, backpedal, but not enough. And Shona Naumi beats him with an Oshidashi. Now, Nishikigi, our star from last Basho, mm-hmm. versus Asanoyama. Both men locked up post Tachiai and they kind of hung out for a while because I felt like Asanayama met somebody who has similar strength in the lower half or maybe even more than he has. Asanayama, I guess, became the impatient one and he went for a Makikai grip switch, but Nishikigi flexed at that moment too and also went for a grip switch and Nishikigi got himself into a better position to throw and threw a beauty of an Uwatanage on Asanoyama. So mm, that was a big it. win for Nishikigi. Cannot and discount the Nishikigi. No, you can't. You can't. That's why I think we're loving this storyline with Nishikigi. And it continues. I was worried he was injured, but he proved that whatever happened in the tour did not matter. He He's in good health. Daesho versus Abi. Abi does this, you know, typical two-handed thrust, and it worked easily post-Tachiai on Daesho, who seemed to have kind of no defense for it. It was just really strange. I didn't think what Abi did when I was looking at it on camera looked all that amazing, but Daesho, who is such a powerful man, had no defense for Abi's two-handed thrust that he always does post-Tachiai. Do you think it was a timing thing? It may have been that he just beat him to it. Yeah. But uh, also I was like, is Daesho injured or was Abi really going for it really hard? And it just was really good sumo. I don't know. Last two matches of the day. Kirishima versus Hokuto Fuji. This was the sloppiest bout of the day by far. Hokuto Fuji is always in the mix when it comes to sloppiest matches of the day because he's just, he's just, Anyway, he's just all over the place as far as messy, bloody, all of that kind of stuff. Well, that's what this match was. It was like a slap fest, thrust fest, pull fest, pivot fest, charge fest, and repeat. But this time, Kirishima tries to 
lift up on Hokuto Fuji. That's kind of his approach to this match. He's going to just lift him up and move him back. But Hokuto Fuji, every single time, he just stays confidently grounded and he proves impossible for Kirishima to move. Mm. Kirishima tries a pull down attempt though. He's like, okay, if I can't lift up on him and move him back, let me get behind his head, get my hands clasped together and pull down. Tries that. Hokuto Fuji again isn't budging. And at one point, Kirishima gets a massive swat on the shoulder and he pivots and he's got Hokuto Fuji stumbling forward. And it looks at this point like, okay, Kirishima really is a better wrestler here. But just as it looks like Hokuto Fuji is running out of the dojo, he turns back around and he he really does look like this is prime Okuridashi rear push out sort of look, but it's not. Hokuto Fuji turns quickly and skirts laterally around the dojo's edge. Kirishima is chasing him, and then Hokuto Fuji decides to turn on even more whatever's inside. You have angered the beast, and now he sets his target squarely on Kirishima's chest, and with great footwork, he charges back on Kirishima and thrusts him back, and Kirishima tries to move, like around and back to the center, but Hokuto Fuji is still charging at any position that Kirishima finds himself in. He moves him back and over the edge. Hokuto Fuji had the edge on Kirishima in this bout, and just to say it, on day three, he has beaten all three Ozekis in his first three days. Wow. That was a really the crowd great, went crazy. I was just going to say that was a really great breakdown of that match. I think of her much. Think yeah, of her that much. was awesome. Wow. All three. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He was turned up. I mean, he's our other storyline. It's pretty exciting. But we'll finish it out with Hoshoryu versus Tobizaru. This was the most immediate hit an arm pull down from Tobizaru that I've ever seen that had Hoshoryu stumbling down in it, into the dirt. Immediate. It was like immediate. It was fast as hell. And I guess the only way to beat the extremely fast Hoshoryu is to beat him by being a tiny bit faster than he is. And so really it was just Tachiai. Tobizaru grabbed his uh, Hoshoryu's hands and then pulled him down and he stumbled forward and hit the dirt. It was... Kind of crazy. <laughs> so Komusubi, um, Tobizaru beat Hoshoryu, who is now one win, two losses. So that's interesting, huh? Yeah. So so not the strong starts. Strong, not the strongest starts from our. No, he'll Ozekis. have to answer to his. He'll have to answer to his uncle. I'm sure. Oh, I can already hear. Here. I can already hear. Well, the you people can probably the read the text. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, saying they're not living up to the Ozeki status or whatever. But it just sounds like... It's just um, day three. Yeah, it's just day three. It's up, it's down. It's, you know, it's like any Basho without a Yokozuna in it. Like, it's all up for grab. It is. So I I don't think it's really a point to say who's in, in first place on day nah, three. Nah. <laughs> They've all got a nah. shot, except for maybe Aoyama. I don't know. Maybe he does. Maybe he'll turn it around and prove us all wrong. Maybe if he gets a message from Tochi Notion. But until next week, when we bring you days four to ten, keep watching that sumo, and we will be back at you next week. Until then, I'm Leslie. I'm Laurie. See you later. Bye. Bye.